This is JimPinto.com e-news number 324, the 14th of March 2014. This e-news is read by Jim's text-to-speech robot, Mac Jimbo. As usual, there are five items and three feedbacks in this issue of e-news. Item 1. Corruption of Capitalism. I'm a capitalist. I came to America because of the opportunities for growth and success. I started my own company, Action Instruments in San Diego, California. Some 30 years later, I retired. I think and write about capitalism as a capitalist. It's clear to me that the growth in relative materialism over the past couple of decades is the root cause of major problems. It generates an increased level of selfishness. This is the subject of a recent book, The Selfish Capitalist. Capitalism is selfish. It cultivates selfish habits and operates with the rules of selfishness. It represents greed, an ideology of accumulating more, for me and not for you. This generates never-ending competition. It intensifies the struggle for status, access and privileges. It intensifies self-pride and envy. The ultimate tragedy of capitalism in our time is that it has achieved dominance without being connected to any other metric for human progress. Things are measured only by growth and profit. Profit is the metric by which the health of society is measured. The wealthy elite creates more and more exclusive institutions and relationships. It builds excuses that alleviate its own sense of moral and spiritual inadequacy. Those outside the wealthy elite, the hangers-on, develop warped imitations of wealth patterns. They become wolves that worship hedonism. Have you seen the latest movie, Wall Street? Those without much opportunity take on a fatalistic feeling that life is simply a game that will always be rigged and can only be played by scamming the system. The poor are despised as people who are too lazy or too stupid to grasp the available opportunities. The decades-old ideas of capitalism make people blind to the creeping corruption of the system. Middle America, busy with the day-to-day -day business of making a living, remains unthinking about what's occurring. Is this kind of selfish capitalism good? What can you and I do about it? Item 2. Political Bribery, Supreme Court, Citizens United Ruling. In January 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled 5-4 to four to allow corporations to fund political campaigns. Just one vote switch would have changed the decision. This ruling overturned laws that kept big money from flooding the system. The new law, with the terrible misnomer, Citizens United has had major political consequences and reshaped the way elections are now conducted. Since the new law was passed, Political spending has skyrocketed. Citizens United unleashed a torrent of money from businesses and the billionaires who run them. As a result we are now seeing the corporate takeover of American politics. In his new book, Extortion, How Politicians Extract Your Money, Buy Votes, and Line Their Own Pockets, Peter Schweitzer argues that politicians have developed a new set of legislative tactics designed to extort wealthy industries and compel donors into forking over huge amounts of cash. What goes on in Washington is more about money-making than lawmaking. 
the fundamental purpose of government is being lost in the quest for power and money. In the law's current condition, the line is blurry between constitutional rights and the criminal behavior. Schweitzer's book delivers hard, documented facts. Item 3. Edward Snowden, Hero or Villain? Edward Snowden is a 30-year-old American computer geek, former employee of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency and former contractor for the National Security Agency. Snowden came to international attention when he disclosed thousands of classified documents to several media outlets. The leaked documents revealed operational details of global surveillance programs run by the NSA. Snowden's release of classified material was the most significant leak in U.S. history. The U.S. Justice Department has charged Snowden with espionage and his passport was revoked. In May 2013, he flew from Hawaii to Hong Kong, and finally landed at Moscow's international airport. He remains stranded in Moscow where the Russian government has granted him temporary asylum. A subject of controversy, Snowden has been variously called a hero, a whistleblower, a dissident, a traitor and a patriot. He was the runner-up for Time Magazine's 2014 Man of the Year. In June 2013, Snowden was charged by the U.S. government with espionage and theft of government property. In early 2014, some media outlets and politicians called for leniency in the form of clemency, amnesty or pardon. Edward Snowden is bright and thoughtful, a man of courage and integrity who has done Americans a great service. In my view, he is a patriot and an American hero. Item 4 book, Death by China. The American economy has been in trouble for more than a decade. The primary structural problem underpinning slow growth and high unemployment cannot be solved with tax cuts or fiscal stimulus. The problem is a massive, persistent trade deficit with China. A major problem is currency manipulation. Unlike other currencies, the Chinese yuan does not fluctuate freely against the U.S. dollar, it remains artificially low. This artificially raises the cost of U.S. exports to China, making American goods less competitive. Each and every day, American consumers buy $1 billion more in Chinese exports than U.S. manufacturers sell to China. China alone accounts for about 70% of America's trade deficit in goods. Chinese import dependence has led America to owe China more than $1 trillion, while China holds more than $3 trillion in foreign reserves, most of them in U.S. dollars. The most potent of China's weapons of job destruction are an elaborate web of export subsidies, blatant piracy of America's technologies and trade secrets, counterfeiting of brand names, cleverly manipulated and grossly undervalued currency, and forced transfer of technology of any American company wishing to sell into Chinese markets. A 2011 book, Death by China, Confronting the Dragon, a global call to action by economics professor Peter Navarro and Greg Autry details currency manipulation, abusive trade policies, slave labor and deadly consumer products. A feature-length documentary film, also titled, Death by China, based on the book, is narrated by Martin Sheen and was released in 2012. 
The China relationship is spiraling out of control. Death by China shows that the U.S.-China relationship is broken and must be fixed. Item 5. Languages of the Future. English continues to spread internationally. The desire to learn the English language seems insatiable. In the 21st century the world is becoming more urban and more middle class, and the adoption of English is a symptom of this. English has spread because of British colonialism, the technological advances of the Industrial Revolution, American economic and political ascendancy, and further, mostly American technological developments in the second half of the 20th century. Everywhere in the world, language schools offer English classes, courses and summer schools. The world's most spoken languages are Mandarin Chinese, 1 billion plus, English, 510 million, Hindi, 490 million, and Spanish, 410 million, 2010 estimates. Globalization and cultural homogenization are spreading Mandarin and English quickly all over the globe. Spanish is spoken by more people than English, though English is growing faster because of its dominance in areas such as shipping, diplomacy, computing, medicine and education. Which of the three or four major languages do you speak? As usual, there are three feedbacks in this issue of A News. Feedback 1. Dave Weberly agrees that our current system has problems for most people. Dave writes, I am a big supporter of your points around the future of the human race. The collaboration and manipulation of politicians by big business is extremely sad and will ultimately lead to a catastrophic failure in this system. I think we all realize that the current system is not working for most people because it is heavily controlled and influenced by big money. The world is getting sicker, poorer and more unhappy. Unless things change I think we are in for a lot of trouble over the next 50 years. Feedback 2 Investor and entrepreneur Bob Fritz always has practical suggestions, says Bob. Poverty in America has been going on since at least the 1970s. The problem is that the channels for upward mobility are being shut down. When I was in high school, those who graduated and did not go to college went to mills or factories and could expect to work there for the next 45 years. What are today's kids going to do? The problem is jobs, or the lack of them. Here are things we can do. First, force China to float its currency. A level playing field would find China and other countries less able to eliminate American jobs. Second, harmonize our business tax treatment with that of other nations. Right now, we give large American companies a paid incentive to locate jobs overseas. Third, get rid of useless regulations that do no good and hinder economic growth. Simplify the tax code. Finally, fix the obscene aid to the education system. The cost of a college education has increased far above the rate of inflation, and for no apparent reason, the government should simply stop all aid to any college. Feedback 3 My brother Jude Pinto is an economist and business analyst. Jude gives this insightful India perspective. 
It's amazing how rich country can be as third world as a poor one. I'm even more amazed that the U.S. Supreme Court is so pro-rich. You should write about how the American dollar has contributed to the current global mess. Because the dollar cannot fall, the world has too much of it, partly due to Americans forcing oil countries to trade only in dollars. The Fed can print $85 billion of new money without the inflation rate budging. If countries like India try this stunt, American rating agencies would threaten to downgrade their economy. The Fed, on the other hand, prints money, which rich Americans, through the banks, invest in global stock markets and global risk products. So, the American rich really don't need other people in America for their wealth to grow. They just need more of the Fed's largesse. Maybe when the world finally manages to bring the dollar to heel and makes it behave like other currencies, and make inflation in America behave like it does everywhere else, only then will more employment be valued in America. Well, that's this issue of e-news. Please send us your feedback. Send your email to jim at jimpinto.com. Thank you for listening.